she is becoming with the Grace Church Women's Ministry. I am Delaney, one of your co-hosts, and I am here with Bev. Bev, how's it going? It's going great, Delaney. Always a great day when we're here, and especially when we've got this interesting topic that can really be kind of a a mind twister (laughs) and something you really maybe have questioned for a long time. So I'm excited about our topic. I'm so excited about what we're learning today. I feel like this is also something that I've kind of been wrestling with, especially if we study this. It can be kind of confusing and a little bit um, intimidating to learn about. So I'm really excited to hear what God's word has to say and to hear how we can practically apply it to our lives. Sounds great. Let's get started. So with this interesting topic today, uh, let me just introduce it by asking you some questions, Delaney. First of all, have you ever cried out for justice? Um, Perhaps you've been unfairly treated or you've been hurt and you want to see the source of that pain held accountable and punished, right? Isn't that justice? Yeah, yeah. Um, This is human nature. And why are we like that? Because God is a God of justice and he has given us like we're made in his image, a strong sense of justice. All you have to do is look at your young son, right? And to know they have a real sense of justice when something isn't right, when something's taken from them or they're hurt or whatever, they, they're they indignant because there isn't justice in that. So yes, they are. <laughs> it, is, it is a God-given thing. Um, but the, really, the vital questions for us today is, is, are these. Do you think it is unfair that God punishes specifically punishes sin? And then do you feel entitled to God's mercy, but baffled by his justice? Mm. Do you feel like you want to apologize for him, that he is a God of justice and he's just in his nature? Uh, Those are some deep questions. So it's going to be, we're going to try to take a deep topic and keep it more on the understandable, simple side. Yeah, and this is is complicated stuff, but Um, When you look at scripture, it is spelled out um, in a way that we can understand. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I think we're going to start off here um, with just going over what God's justice actually means, Um, just like some definitions. So to start off, we need to get some terms explained so that you kind of know what we're talking about when we say certain words. And then we want to learn how this plays out um, in God's character and how God's justice plays out in our salvation. Um, So the first thing is that God is just and righteous. The word for justice and righteousness um, are one and the same, so we will probably be using them interchangeably. Um, The righteousness means all that is good and right. And we know that from Romans 3.10 that no one is righteous, not even one. Yet we know that the Bible, like from the Bible, that God is righteous. We see this all over scripture. Um, here's just a couple is Psalm 116, 137, John 17, 25, Jeremiah 21, 1. And this means that God is the standard for all that is good and right because he alone is righteous. So if God is the standard for all that is good and right, then this means that just t- one tiny minuscule, min, minuscule, minuscule. It's a hard one to get through, thank isn't you. it? Thank <laughs> you. I, I can spell it, but I can't say it. You know, um, minuscule sin is actually a crime against a righteous God. And I know we that's a hard thing for us to think about, that just one little sin is a crime against God because he is so righteous. Then Delaney, how does that righteousness fit into his justice? Right. So because 
because he is righteous, he cannot allow sin to go unpunished. So we know that the penalty from sin is death from Romans 6.23. So allowing sin to go unpunished would make God unjust and unrighteous. So his righteousness is the thing that it, it sort of informs his justice because the righteousness is the standard and then the justice is the next like part of that, if that kind of makes sense. Following through on that. Right, the following mm-hmm. through. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so where does God's wrath come to into play? Um, wrath is God's actual punishment for sin. It is his response to our unrighteousness, to our sin. It's God unleashing his wrath on sin. Um, Romans 1.18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So God's wrath is justified, and it's fair, not only because we have sinned, but because he is just and righteous. So before Jesus died on the cross, um, so in the Old Testament, um, we read in Romans 3 that God was passing over sin because he is merciful. Yet because God is righteous and just, his wrath has to be placed on sin. So if our sin went unpunished, the righteousness and justice of God would have been in jeopardy. So God basically had two options. Uh, He could send us all to hell because that's what our sin sin deserves. Remember that one tiny minuscule sin is a crime. That's justice. Right. That's the justice. Mm -hmm. Or he could send Jesus to be the propitiation for our sin. There's another big word. You know what? That's a little scary word. It is. It is. But propitiation is a very uh, important concept in the Bible. It is. I agree. Um, so propitiation means to um, appease something or placate something. Placate? Yes, especially wrath, God's wrath. Yes, that means... speaking in terms of the Bible and God. It Propitiation is um, setting aside God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, it, it has to be appeased. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it can't just be passed over like how we were talking about how it was in the Old Testament. So Romans 3.25 tells us that Jesus was the propitiation for our sins by dying, which means that he averted God's wrath for our sin onto himself. So Jesus' Jesus' death appeased God's justice. It appeased God's wrath. But not only that, it proved that God is just and righteous. So if God hadn't sent Jesus to die for our sins, it would mean that God is unjust and unrighteous. So I think that's a key part of it that we sometimes miss. We focus on the mercy, and we don't realize that Jesus dying on the cross actually shows God's justice. It certainly does. It's a sobering fact to think of that picture of Jesus on the cross and the great suffering, but that was meant for us, and he did that in our place, just as those Old Testament sacrifices were done in the place of the worshipers. But, you know, not only does this show God's justice, but also shows his goodness. Mm. Um, God can't be good if he isn't just. God's justice towards sin shows us that he actually is good. Now, if you heard of a particular Judge Delaney who was consistently giving case dismissals when obviously the perpetrator was very guilty, what would you think? Would you think he's a good judge, a just judge? No, No, no one would. A good judge will uphold the law and the standard for what is right. So God is good. He couldn't be good unless he was just. Mm-hmm. He is the, he's perfect in his justice as he is in all of his attributes. There's a great scene in Genesis 18 where Abraham is questioning the Lord about this destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah because 
Abraham knew that Lot lived there, and he was, he was very concerned for Lot's well-being. And so he says to the Lord, Far be it from you, Lord, to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked. Will not the judge of the earth do right? And the answer is always absolutely, positively, yes. God will always do what is right. So we're told in the Bible in numerous places that God even loves justice, not the fact that just he is just, he loves justice. And I think, honestly, we all love justice as well. We don't like it when we're on the wrong end of it. That, exactly. That's <laughs> the key point. <laughs> it is. It is. But it's necessary for any society to have justice. So Delaney, how has God been just or how has that idea of God's justice impacted your life? Yeah, I think um, the crying out for justice has really impacted me. Um, I think knowing that God is just actually gives me a lot of hope when I do feel an injustice or an unfairness. And it also brings me a comfort because I know that God is still good. So even if there is injustice or injustice in the world and there's all these things that happen, that God is just. He himself is. And I think that's that's really comforting to us, like as believers, that we can come to a God who is perfect and who is just, and he's not going to be treating us unfairly. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. I do. That's so key uh, in our understanding of even the gospel. But what? where does mercy fit in here? What about his mercy? Does this justice characteristic of God, his ju- that he is just, nullify then that mercy? Um, God really can be both. I ran a across a wonderful quote by A.W. Tozer, and it reads this way, there is nothing in his or God's justice that forbids the exercise of his mercy. So isn't that great? Those two things are not a tension within the Godhead. They're both 100% true and 100% complete. Yes, God is both. He is merciful and he's also just. And he demonstrates his mercy and his justice in the gospel. Like you said, that death on the cross was his justice. His mercy is that it, there was a substitute there for our death. Mm-hmm. Substitution is the mercy, but the death on the cross, the death for the penalty of sin was his justice. I love that. And it's 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 good for us to have a right perspective of that because often we just have this presumption of grace and we in this entitlement of mercy that is preventing us from understanding our need for the gospel and our need for God. We think that we just deserve it and that what God is doing is um, unfair. Like, how could he send people to hell? How could he do that but have a right perspective of who God is and that his justice and his mercy are compatible? I think that gives us, like, a really good perspective. It does. You know, that justice and mercy make up the character of God. God is just— and he's also the justifier of our sin. Mm-hmm. You've heard the illustration of the, the judge that pronounces the sentence on the guilty party, and then he gets down and he takes the punishment. He goes in and does his time or takes his death penalty for the criminal. And that is just a picture of the gospel. He is just because our sin is a crime that deserves punishment, but then he justifies our sin through justification. Another yeah. big word. Boy, yeah. We've used them all today, haven't we? <laughs> can you, can you, what, so can you just break this down for us? What is justification? Justification means that um, God has taken our guilty record and has justified it, or he has declared us not guilty. Justice makes all of us guilty 
before a holy God. But the good news is justice has already been served for the guilty sinner. So justification means that I have been justified, that God has set aside that punishment because it's already been served. There's no double indemnity, which is a legal term where you cannot be tried twice. Mm -hmm. And so once that uh, punishment, that guilt has, has been proven, and then the punishment has been given, you can't be retried. So that is us. That's what the good news of the gospel is all about. Yeah, that, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that Jesus has paid that penalty, and we will never be tried for those sins again. Past, present, and our future. All of those sins, we have been justified completely in all of those sins. So how how would you say that knowing this and justification, like how has this impacted your life? Well, it's made me so grateful to think that God loved me that much to spare his, and send and his son to such a violent death to pay my penalty. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any greater demonstration of love. So I, I'm filled with gratitude. It makes me want to live for him, to serve him. Mm. It makes me also want to tell others Right. This is such terrific news. Yes, God is just, but he's also the justifier. Yeah. That's the gospel. Yeah, it's there's so much hope in that. Like, you know, it's, yeah, I love that. Um, so I think, you know, we've learned um, what this means, um, how it plays out in uh, God's character, our salvation, how it works um, alongside of mercy. Um, so I think we just need to, what do we do with this? So we've learned all this. What do we do with this? Uh, I think the first thing that we can kind of um, apply is that God's justice actually causes us to go to God to be saved from his righteous judgment and condemnation. So it's to look to him uh, for the saving instead of looking to ourselves. Um, Also, you know, like as Christians, we do sin and we know that God does forgive. I know in 1 John 1, 9 it says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So he, even though we are imperfect, he is perfect and he can justify our sin. And I think that's like such a truth that we can cling to. It certainly is. And it's so helpful to know for the sin I committed this afternoon and the sin I'm going to commit in the morning, Mm -hmm. um, that that justification takes care of all of that. You know, another thing, Delaney, I think we want to mention here, too, about God's being just is that it gives us peace to know that God will judge the evil in the world and his judgment will always be good and it will be perfectly fair. Mm. I don't think we're going to see anybody arguing with the Lord. Um, Job tried it and he was very unsuccessful. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we may not see justice in this life. We don't always. That's a reality. Mm -hmm. But when, when everything is said and done, and the new kingdom comes, there will be absolute justice in every situation. The guilty, those who have not run to Jesus, um, they will be held accountable for their sin. I love that, like that you can't, there is no escaping for any of us, whichever way it is, like there is no escaping. Because God is just. Right. He's just. Either the punishment is on Christ or we carry that with us. Uh, Another thing I think that's really important for us as we tackle this topic is that God's justice teaches me to have a reverent fear of God. Mm. Without that fear of God, um, if we don't realize we are guilty before God, a holy and pure and perfect and all-powerful God, um, we will not repent. We will just go on our merry way thinking we're just fine, thank you. So this 
God's justice really teaches me to have that reverent fear. Yeah, and it reveals our need, our need for God. It yeah. really does. Like if he wasn't just and he wasn't good and he wasn't these things, we wouldn't know how much we need him. Right. right. Um, how about anything else? Yeah, I think there's a couple more things. Um, man, there's so many things, though, that like we could apply <laughs> to this. We're just so crazy because when we were going into this, I'm like, how do we apply this? Um, but yeah, so it, it definitely also makes us so thankful, so grateful um, for the gospel and that this should be something so precious for us and we should – be um, just thanking God and praising him like and dedicating our life to him that's what really what it is like because of all these things like I'm so thankful for all you've done for me that I'm going to dedicate my life to you mm-hmm. and also um, you know in James 2 13 it says mercy triumphs over judge over judgment which is so beautiful um, I heard I uh, heard a quote one time where it was like God's justice is the stem and his mercy is the flower so like God's heart is the mercy, but he still is just. But he wants He wants us to be with him. He desires for us to believe in him. He doesn't desire for anyone to perish. So I think that's super encouraging too. Um, and then I think the last kind of thing here is that this really should challenge us to love justice. Micah 6.8 says, What does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbling with your God. So... We also, as believers, this is kind of like a call for us that we need to uh, act justly to other people, but we also need to seek justice for the oppressed. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a command from Micah, uh, that verse where it says to act justly. So we're to bring this concept of justice into our life and to do what is the right thing, to do those righteous things. That is acting justly. And like you said, looking out for those who are being oppressed and who are not getting justice. So that really is a, a call to every Christian to be involved in some aspect of that. Right. So I wonder if some of the listeners, are, and I know both of us, Delaney, if we've kind of been afraid of acknowledging the fact that God is just. So today, maybe instead of trying to cover for God or ignore this attribute, let's celebrate and thank him that he is the just God who loves justice a judge who always does what's right. We should be thanking him that knowing his justice has brought us, both you and me, to the cross and faith in the one and only Savior. That's beautiful. That really is. Um, I just want to close here in prayer. (sighs) Father God, I'm just so thankful for your justice. I'm so thankful for your mercy. I'm so thankful for your goodness. I pray that the truths that we've learned today, that we will be able to apply practically um, this week and every day, and that we will just be just in awe of how good you are and that you still choose to save us, even though we don't deserve it, that you still choose and you still desire to want us to be saved. So we just thank you so much for who you are and for allowing us to learn more about you in your name we pray man that's a good topic it is oh i love that all right well thank you so much for listening it was so great to be with you guys um we cannot wait to record again we're gonna have a new episode in two mondays from now um and just really quick make sure you are following us on instagram 
Our Instagram is she is becoming with two G's at the end. Um, we'll be posting updates on there, and uh, we really want to engage with you guys through Instagram and also through the Grace Church Women's Ministry Facebook page. Um, it's so great to be with you guys, and we'll see you later.